Stories are sometimes assumptions which need to be validated. My name is Osadumebi, and every week I will tell you a short story written by a Nigerian writer or author. That's the long and short of it. So without much ado, this week's story is by Ibukunwolua Femio, and it's titled Whiff. Have you heard? Heard what? Before me one fake holy holiday. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? Honestly, I don't. What exactly is it? If you want to talk, talk. I'm tired this afternoon. I overheard MD pleading with the chairman during the management meeting this morning that he should wait one more week before making a decision on the Deji Fago case. He asked Oga at the top to wait till the authentication reports from the investigating cybersecurity company are out before making his final decision. It seems like your beloved project manager, Deji Fago, is in soup. You were snooping on them. What if someone caught you? Oh, why are you suddenly accusing me like I haven't seen you do it before? In this office, we know ourselves, oh. Nobody should try to act like what they are not. Do you want me to continue talking? Or should I just gently go back to my desk? I could go have a lot of work to do. Don't let anyone hear that from you, please. Don't you know I can get a query for that? Please, don't say that to anyone else. I cannot afford to lose my job. So that means if you lose my own job, I'd be? I don't know now. You could have another job waiting for you somewhere. <laughs> In fact, I'm going back to my desk. It's like you drank something hot during your lunch break. Uh-uh. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. I was just kidding. But yeah, continue. Oh, look at you. Anyway, as I was saying, so it is confirmed that Digi was an accomplice to the graft scandal. The disciplinary committee intend to hand him over to the police. MD is trying to still keep everything under wraps till the reports come in. He said he doesn't believe Deji could have committed such fraudulent acts. He was saying that Deji has worked under him for over a decade, from when he first joined as a graduate trainee till now, and he has never been involved in any incriminating acts, not one. So MD is perplexed that Deji could have masterminded what has now become a scandal, which threatens to ruin both Deji and the company's reputation. I agree with MD. Deji is a really honest guy. Do you know that guy turns in his reports on all contracts and transactions to the letter? And unlike some people, I will not mention names, but they know themselves. His reports are always on time. I never have to chase him. In fact, he even goes the extra mile to attach a separate appendix Detailing his miscellaneous expenses, 
he leaves nothing out. I often wonder why he stresses himself with those insignificant details. I mean, what does MD or anyone else even care about how much he spends fueling the company car? Or how much cash he gave the electricians for transport money home and lunch and things like that? Such mundane information. Deji manages projects worth billions for goodness sake. I won't lie. His reports literally give me peace of mind. They are always so excellently and impeccably done. And I never have to worry about correcting silly, no-brainer mistakes. Like I see in some people's reports. People who submit only after much hounding. I did not call anybody's name off. So now you are defending him. Or should we sentence a person before they are found guilty? What else is there to verify? This is what we are talking about. People turning a blind eye to the glaring dynamics of nepotism and cronyism exhibited by the high and mighty. But how can you be so sure? We don't have any facts. As in any. All of this is hearsay. The management who have the facts want to verify them. Why not wait till they do so? Sit down there and be deceiving yourself. I know they just type. They are beneficiaries of the magomago and preferential treatment that began from the very moment they were born. And were cradled to grave prerogatives. That's what I call it. They go to posh schools and graduate with straight A's, making us believe they worked hard to end their grades but all not the work of miracle centers. Are you not taking this thing too far? It's like you have been reading those your gossip blogs and tabloids again. Then they go to the abroad for university and come back because they want to give back to the society. But in truth, they just want to perpetuate the hegemony of the rich. Because they are privileged and their parents have connections, they then get employed in an organization like ours. Meanwhile, some of us had to work our fingers off to get to where we are. But Digi is smart. Like, really smart. He would not have lasted here this long simply because everything was handed down to him. Definitely not with people like MD or Chairman who never tolerate indiscipline from anyone regardless of pedigree or family prestige. I'm baffled, Sha. How can you speak so conclusively on things you don't know for sure? There are many people out there who can do a better job. Give a fair chance to others. Instead, they chose to employ one omobota. Eh, saves them right that it has backfired. Eh? You don't even seem bothered. That if the issue blows out of proportion, our company stands the risk of losing tons of money. Not to mention our good reputation with stakeholders, clients and even the society. Don't you even care about the company? You think there are jobs out there? Are you not also the one who is always quick to grab your share of every freebie? Quick to remind MD of Christmas bonuses? quick to sign up for whatever stands to benefit you. 
Or you think I don't know that you manipulated your health insurance application to cover even your non-first-degree relatives? That's your other sister in the village and your big uncle's children. How can you not be the one talking like this? Don't you have a conscience of compassion? What company? Is it my father's company? I beg you, be careful how you use your possessive pronouns. What, what, wait, what exactly have they done for me? Even if you despise all the privileged people out there, how are you any different? You maintain a very flamboyant lifestyle, and we all know it. I cannot even buy half the things you splurge on, and you are here talking about miracle centers. Like I don't know you paid for the results of your two brothers to be upgraded. I beg, don't be so quick to point fingers. Wawoo, you have insulted me plenty, but it's not your fault. I was the one who walked here with my two left legs. Enough is enough for one day. I am going back to my desk. I was not insulting you. I was just saying. And I don't want to hear what you have to say again. What was that sound? Oh, new email. That's strange. It's from an unfamiliar sender. What does he say? I thought you were going back to your desk. <laughs> it's from... It's from one foundation asking me for donations. How, how did they even get my work email? Wait till... I recognize this logo. Is this not the same foundation Deji told me he sent money to after they emailed him? I was even teasing him that day, calling him Good Samaritan. Come to think of it. Not long after that incident, I, I started to get more frequent emails from Deji, asking me to authorize funds from the company account. Yeah. I thought he needed the money for company projects as per usual. So I just used to authorize it. I mean, it's Deji. I've never had any reason to suspect. I think something is really wrong, Go. There's another email from MD. An office memo. What does it say? Wait, let me read it. We are all advised to delete any unfamiliar or suspicious emails immediately and report such incidences to HR. It also says that the cybersecurity investigations have revealed that the email accounts of prominent staff have been compromised, one of such being Digifago. Staff are advised to be wary of malicious emails, soliciting funds from them, while further investigations and measures are put in place. You see now, MD was right. Deji is clean. Blah, blah, blah. Born in Lagos, Nigeria, 
Ibukun Oluwafemiho is a creative writer who enjoys the art of weaving heart-crafted stories into prose and poetry. You can read more of her work on Kamwood Karats and connect with her on Instagram at ibukun underscore regalis. Details and links will be in the episode description. If you've got a story you would like to be featured on this podcast, or a published book you want to make into an audiobook, send me a message at Osadamibi on either Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter. I look forward to collaborating with you. And if you've enjoyed this week's episode, tell a friend that stories are a good escape for a few minutes each week.